Here's Johnny. Welcome to my nightmare. What's your favorite scary What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to Fear Freaks Podcast. I'm Braden. I'm Destiny. And we are the Fear Freaks. Uh, Destiny is very confused because she's having trouble. Your speakers must suck on your phone because, like, I mean, it, I feel like everyone else can hear me. Like, <laughs> I just feel like it's always you. It's always a you thing. But oh. what's up? But what's up? How are we doing? Great. Would be better if I could fucking hear you properly. Sorry, yeah. I'm probably like really close to it too. Yeah, I mean, like you're like getting like really freaking close to the speaker. Like, I mean, like I can see like almost every detail of your makeup right now. Oh like, God, don't look too <laughs> close. Uh, but uh, what's going on, everyone? How how is it going? I uh, want to give a quick shout out. I'm uh, gonna start doing this each week because you know it, it is in my Patreon description. But want to give a quick shout out to all the patrons of the channel. Thank you guys so much for uh, for being here, for for supporting. If you guys would like to become a Patreon today, you guys can do so um, in the link below. So uh, glad to have all the Patreon supporters. And uh, welcome in tonight, guys. we got a fun show. We're talking about X. Um, but before we get into X or anything like that, um, new thing I kind of want to start going through each week is uh, Destiny. Is there any horror news? I, I know that we used to do this, but it's something that I want to like, kind of get back into doing is talking about some news that's kind of going on uh in the industry that you know you find interesting or that you want to talk about so uh, and also thank you guys so much for clicking in on our faces uh and being here um any horror news i don't fucking know you kind of sprung this on me <laughs> there was no talking about this before <laughs> oh yeah i know but we were talking um, about other things before um did you know there's going to be a movie for Let the Right One In? I didn't, no. I saw that somewhere on, I was watching something on my phone the other day and I got a trailer for it and I was like, what the fuck? Because I haven't seen anyone talk about this. Um, I haven't seen the original Let the Right One In. I've seen the remake of Let Me In, which I really enjoyed. But yeah, there's going to be another movie. So that that's what I got. Interesting. There you go. I mean, hey, I, I, that's news to me. I, I had no idea. I mean, I haven't really looked on Bloody Disgusting today, so I don't know why I guess I started that segment in this episode. You know, it's something I could have just been like, I could have said something to you at the very end and just been like, oh, yeah, hey, Destiny, we're going to start. We're going to start doing this again. But, you know, hey, whatever. Uh, Improvising's fun sometimes. Um, I mean, I've been mostly paying attention to the fucking HBO Max situation that's going on right now. I don't know what the fuck's going on with uh, with them and all these canceled projects and shit that they've got up and coming. It's honestly fucking crazy. Like, it's like the executives. I don't know if like you've heard about this or not, like the whole HBO Max thing. Like, I saw a tweet earlier, like, but that's about it. I mean, it's just like apparently the Scoob Holiday Haunt got canceled and Batgirl got canceled and the Internet is fucking going crazy. And it, like, apparently they're setting up to cancel more projects. Now, my guess is that discovery executives are just overstepping their power and like coming. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but um, yeah, I'm just seeing a lot of shit on there. But uh, hello to everyone that's in the chat. Also, uh, if you guys are listening now on Spotify and iTunes in the future, welcome. 
I uh, hope that you guys are enjoying the show. Uh, now that I've actually finally updated <laughs> Spotify and iTunes to the best of my knowledge, uh, I actually accidentally deleted some of like the past ones. So there's only four new ones that came out. So some of the episodes are only live on YouTube or only now available on YouTube. I know I'm such a douchebag, right? Such a douche move to do. Like just putting our Spotify and iTunes listeners just in the back. Like that's I'm so sure cool. they are so upset. They are so mad. Our whole two viewers that we have on Spotify pissed. and iTunes pissed off. They're like, where the fuck have these guys been? No, you guys can catch weekly episodes right here on this channel. So I'm um, glad to have you guys all in here. Uh, Lamontre, what is going on? Welcome in. How are you? Uh, Uncle Brock. Speaking of Brock, we got the $10 super chat to start off. Thank you so much. Let's get this stream. Let's start this stream off right. I am the yes. <laughs> Guys, I'm drinking right now. So let's you know, get I do, this stream. Let's get this stream started. Start right. <laughs> let's, thank let's, you, Brock. Yeah, thank you, Brock. We appreciate you, Uncle Brock. Uh, Good Real, what is going on? Welcome in. Hey, Brett. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Ashton, what is up? Uh, Brock, thank hey, you Ashton. so much for reminding everyone to hit that like button. Yeah, get get Fear Freaks more notice. The more thumbs up you guys give, the more noticeable that we will be on people's feed. And that's pretty much how the algorithm works. So why do you look so confused? Because I can't fucking hear. <laughs> Sorry. That was uncalled for. <laughs> what the fuck Damn, did I do? Daddy, I need to stop with that. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> It's like from TikTok and Yeah, I know that. I've heard that. I'm not on the I'm not on the lame side of TikTok, okay? Like I mean I said like... at all convention and I was like, oh my god. Every time I saw like a Michael Myers, I was like, Zam and I was like, no, stop it. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> uh Denise, what is going on? My two Hi, favorite Denise. two favorites. But which one do you like more? Is the bigger question. Like, you know, who's it gonna be? What team who? Yeah, no, I'm kidding. I mean, it's definitely going to be you, Destiny. They fucking hate me. I mean, like, you know, it's Team Destiny all day. Uh, Shaheem, what is going on? Welcome in. Uh, Ashton, if I didn't say hi to you already, uh, didn't catch you already. Misael, what's going on? Uh, let me in is very, very good. Uh, is that what you were talking about regarding the, the news that is up and yeah, coming? Yeah, that's the American remake, which I also think, the new one is going to be an American remake as well. But the Let Me In is really good. It has like Chloe Grace Moretz in it when she was like pretty young. Um, it was a really good movie. I haven't seen it probably since it came out, but I really liked it a lot. Yeah, I, I got to actually see that. I've never seen it. So, you know. Oh, Denise. Yeah. How are we feeling about the Spirit Halloween movie? Did you see that trailer? Did you see the trailer? No. no oh, you didn't watch it? No. Uh, I thought I think it looks like it's going to be um, I think it looks like it's going to be kind of fun. So, you know, that's uh, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty, pretty excited for it. Uh, look, Shaheem, she said no cap destiny. I mean, it's like I, I don't even know why I ask to begin oh, with because I'm just like I'm just like setting myself up for disappointment. Like, you know, when everybody on the show picks you and I'm just kind of here, you know, you know? Brayden, you're still you're still cool. Uh, yeah, uh, to, thanks, yeah. Destiny. I, I, I appreciate you trying to make me feel, you know what? I've got alcohol. I'm just going to keep drinking and we're going to be okay. <laughs> so, 
cheers, brother. Yeah. Cheers. Did you do a virtual cheers? I'm sorry. There we go. Virtual cheers. Virtual cheer sesh. Best thing. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, Julie, what's going on? Welcome in. Mud, how are you? Andy, how's it going? Mentelect, SPC Bird, what's up, everyone? What is up? How's it what going? What is up? I'm now. Now I'm already. Uh, I'm already starting to see some people's like people. You guys don't got to make me feel like better, okay? If y'all are Team Destiny, you guys can say Team Destiny. It's okay. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Um, it's like some of them are like Team Braden. Sorry, Destiny or whatever. But <laughs> who the fuck said that? Um. Well, let's Let pull see. it up. Let's see, uh, Denise. Uh, yep, Denise, Denise. T- Team Braden. Sorry, uh, Good Real actually says I'm Team Braden tonight. No one screams at my dude. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, she she was out. She she's getting out of here. But no, nonetheless, uh, we got a very very fun show here tonight, guys. So um, so definitely excited. Now this was my first time watching uh, X this past weekend. Watched it Friday night. Had a great time. Uh, I actually did a double feature. If you guys follow me on socials, you guys probably saw I started off with John Wick Chapter 3. I had some tacos. Um, had, had a, I got a little alcohol in me before I started X. I was like, you know what? I feel like this is one of those movies where I'm going to need to have like some like fun with and everything. And I honestly do think that that's definitely part of the reason I enjoyed this movie so much is just because like not only does this movie fucking scream like as a slasher fan it's like everything about it is just like holy shit you can catch certain elements to this and this and this um it just felt like you were watching a 70s or 80s movies definitely more 70 70s movie if you ask me i got more 70s vibes than i did 80s vibes but i did catch on to certain references that was made and i actually did see a lot i knew i fucking knew i was gonna post on social media saying hey first time watch and literally everybody and their mom started commenting like, dude, how are you just seeing this for the first time? Like, I thought that you would have seen this back when it came out. And I meant to, but I didn't. So first time watching me this past weekend, I bought it on Blu-ray. I pre-bought it on Blu-ray before I watched it, um, ordered it on Amazon. And literally it was fucking, I, I loved it. So Destiny, what are your thoughts on X? You're already dressed as one of the characters from it, so... Give us lay it all on us. So don't hold back. So I did see this in theaters and this was my most anticipated movie of the year besides Scream. But I remember seeing the trailer for this come out and I was on Twitter at work. And I was like, oh, like, what is this? And I watched it and I was like, oh, my God, this looks amazing. I made a one of my friends at work watch it. She's like, holy shit, this looks really good. And it's probably one of my favorite, like, newer trailers that's come out. Even though, like, yeah, it does show stuff in the movie. Like, it shows, you can kind of guess where certain things are going to go. It's just the music choice, the way that the intercutting of, like, the scream that, um, oh, my God. Hello. Don't say it. What's her name? Jenna Ortega. God, I can't believe I forgot her name. The scream that she does and the way it's, like, cutting in the trailer, I was like, I can't fucking wait to see this. So I did see in theaters that Thursday, um, probably one of my worst theater experiences I've ever had, which I was fucking pissed off because, like I said, most anticipated movie of the fucking year. We get there, and there's a couple talking the whole time. Oh. The whole fucking time. Don't do that. 
no one wants to hear your commentary. No one asked for this. And it was, there's more people than I thought there would be just because it's like a, it's a horror movie that's not a part of a franchise, you know? So I was like, oh, there's probably going to be like three people in there. There was like fucking 12 of us. And I was like, shit, I really kind of didn't want people to be there for this movie. I just wanted to watch it by myself. Mm-hmm. But I love the movie. I feel like it lived up to my expectations. It kind of played out a little bit differently than I thought it would have, but I appreciated that. And I live in Texas. I love a good Texas horror movie. And I think everyone in the movie did a freaking great job. So, I agree. I, def- I definitely agree. I mean, the cast of this movie, like, I mean, fuck. Like, we got Mia Goth, fucking Jenna Ortega. Got fucking Kid Cuddy in this fucking movie i mean like britney snow um you know i'm not even gonna like not even gonna say what my favorite scenes were because like i mean britney snow in this movie uh, is amazing like in almost every aspect perfection so (laughs) um but yeah i mean i fucking i loved it i i absolutely loved this movie i thought that like you know i and then when i gave my online review I, i posted just some general thoughts on it like I actually saw more people saying that they didn't like it than they like, or I saw, I shouldn't say more people. I saw some people say that, Oh, it's overhyped or, you know, I think you're going a little too far, but I did say, I feel like that this is going to be one of those movies that are, is actually talked about in the horror genre for many years to, to come. I, maybe it hasn't, maybe I said that comment too early. Maybe I just like, you know, maybe I'm overstepping on it, but I truly do think that this is like a, a new slasher that will actually down the like down the line like you know be talked about in in this community in my opinion um Mm -hmm. i mean like it's it's not really original it's got callbacks to a lot of like a bunch of different slashers but it's original like in in its own right i guess you know like i mean like the the story is about um and yes i did see good real say that we are going to be talking about spoilers so if you haven't seen this movie and you guys you know like that should be a given any movie that we talk about here on fear freaks we're pretty much going into detail so if you want to see it or if you guys don't give a shit you guys are welcome to stay if you guys want to see it go elsewhere and then come back and listen when uh when you've seen it but um yeah like the the movie it centers on a group of adult filmmakers that are trying to make a very good like really go outside of what an adult film pretty much normally is known as right like it, it's almost like i kind of like how it like runs at the joke like you watch or you don't watch the whole plot of like a porno or something like that mm-hmm. but they're like trying to exchange that's like where it's like a movie like where you watch the entire plot uh, of the movie <laughs> And then they get to this farm. They're staying at this old couple's farm. Like they have an extra house. They don't know what the hell's going on, but then they figure out that they're doing this and they start killing them. And it's, uh, it's a, it's very bloody. And I liked it. And I liked it a lot. Yeah. (laughs) And I feel like that's just like the surface level of like what the movie is saying, you know, because like this movie, yeah. Like face value you're watching a bunch of people go make a porno and then get killed off one by one, like a slasher. But I feel like this movie has so much more to say about, like, growing old. That's a huge one. Not kind of doing what you really wanted to do when you are able to. And just, like, how people treat you as you get older and how you're looked at when you get older. So I feel like, even though this is a slasher movie, I feel like there's so much more 
depth to it, which I really appreciate, which I, that's something I kind of wasn't expecting going in. I was just looking to have like a fun time. And there's moments in the movie when I was watching it, like when they start singing landslide, I like got really teary eyed. I was like, Oh my God. Like I wasn't expecting to kind of get hit in this way. Or there's parts where I sympathize with Pearl that I wasn't expecting to, because you know, like, yeah, she's going around killing a bunch of people but she's also mad that she wasn't able to do what she really wanted to when she was able to. And now she sees all these younger people flaunting around their stuff and she's envious of that, that that can't be her. And she can't be touched the way she wants to because they're old. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, he's Howard's unable to fuck her basically. And that really upsets her. And I feel like you can see that. And it's like, damn, that sucks. And it makes you think, like, we're all going to get old one day. If we're lucky. If we're fucking lucky to get old. Factual. And that's scary. That's really fucking scary. I left the theater. I was like, shit. (laughs) I know. You were like, you're like, fuck. Like, like, it really does make you think. And I was kind of like thinking about that during the movie, too. I was like, I was like, all this girl wants is she just wants to feel like she did when she was like young. Like, you know, like that, that's it. Um, so, I mean, that's, it really does put a, a perspective in, um, in your mind. Uh, Good Real says, look at my last comment with my ex experience. Um, so he says, look, uh, at least you had a full crowd destiny. I had to share it with only uh, one other dude. And he sat in the back. Talk about being uncomfortable. Um, so, I would have preferred that. Yeah, I mean, uh, what do you call it? Misael says he was the only one in his theater. Like, I mean. I'm angry. <laughs> I wanted to be the only one. <laughs> well, I mean, you don't want to fucking see a movie like this and have people chatting about it. Like, you know, like commentary is not necessary. Was it? Did you say it was teenagers? Did you say I don't it was know. Teenagers? I feel like they weren't teenagers. I feel like they were like, not like older, but I feel like they're probably like 30, 40. I'm like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Because 30, I know. Years old and they're chatting the whole fucking yeah. movie. Cause like I paid, I, cause like Bailey bought dinner. So I bought our movie tickets and our snacks. So I paid like upwards $40, $50. And that's a couple. So we're about paying about that. I tweeted like, don't fucking, why would you spend like $50 if it's two people to go see a movie just to fucking talk the whole time? And people are like, they don't have to be quiet. No, they don't have to, but it's called fucking like common courtesy. It's, it's like a known thing that you're not supposed to talk in the fucking theater. Like, yeah. but yeah, I'm the problem. I'm the issue. Fuckers. No. Yeah. That, that's fucking crazy. I mean, like, it's like now there are some movies, like if the movie is like so fucking bad and I just don't care about it. Like, you know, if I'm at a theater and I just don't care and I see somebody's phone light up, like, you know, I mean, it's not going to bother me. I've had a few of those theater experiences in the past. Um, like where it's like been me and like, one other person in the theater and like i always like sit i always try and sit like in like one of the middle rows you know um that's just like i like to get like the full like circ like i don't know i just feel like when you sit like right in the middle uh it's just awesome but i have been in a few theaters like where i've been sitting in like the spot that i normally like to sit in and i see somebody like take a few rows in front of me and i see their phones light up and i've seen some bad movies if that's the case then fuck i mean i i guess that's more interesting than what's going on on screen but no in this particular movie it's like this was one of your most anticipated of the year and i mean this immediately bumped pearl up on my list like for this year i'm shocked we'll talk about pearl like at the end and like because i actually haven't watched that trailer yet i don't want to watch the trailer 
until I saw oh, that makes it, sense. You know, yeah. because, so I, I actually, honestly, it's completely gone off of my radar. Like the trailer has at least, but the movie is at least up there now. And I'm debating if I even want to watch the trailer, if I should just not watch it and just kind of go in like blind. Cause I really didn't remember. I I've seen the trailer for this. I didn't remember anything from it. Cause it was like earlier this year. So this whole movie really was like a big surprise for me. Like, you know, just kind of as I was like watching it, I'm like, fuck, like, holy shit, there's a gas station scene that's very much kind of like a gas station scene that we see in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And then even the van that they're driving is very Texas Chainsaw Massacre like. And I'm like, okay, so this is Texas Chainsaw. Then they get to the house, more Texas Chainsaw. Then they're staying in a miniature house that kind of looks like a cabin. I'm like, okay, this is Friday the 13th, you know, um, there is a huge shining reference uh, towards the end of the movie, which I caught on to. It was a spit, it was a spitting shining reference. I was like, this is yeah. the shining. <laughs> um, and then like, yeah, I, I mean, there, there was just like so much about the movie that was just like throwing all these different slashers in. And I was like, I'm I'm so in for this. And like I, my buddy Misao was fucking texting me and he's like, dude. Like he was just waiting for my text, like to get those references, and he was like, "Dude, Brain's gonna fucking freak out with like the all these like references." Uh, he was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, but I I definitely loved it. I thought the acting, everyone everyone did great. Now I will say, everyone did great, even though when the movie was being made, like by the filmmakers, the acting was definitely more cheesy than the main acting, and wow. it felt like you were watching like an adult film like you know like that but that's to be expected that's what i mean like that was good because mm -hmm. like i'm like these guys are trying to go outside of making it what an adult film is but it's it's literally i mean i have no experience watching anything like that so you know like absolutely none I'm, i almost feel like i'm selling myself out right now <laughs> um yeah, like, is that how they're supposed to act in movies like that? That's how people have sex. Interesting. <laughs> so interesting. Like, I was just fascinated the whole time. I'm like sitting there. I'm like, I got my notepad. I'm taking notes. Like, okay, so this is what this is what I should make my next movie to be like. You know? Yeah, exactly. And you know, they talk about in that gas station scene. They're talking about like Debbie does Dallas, and this is at the time when like these sort of movies were in theaters and that's why they're like, cause they all, they work at like a strip club. I'm assuming we see it a little bit at the very beginning, but they're talking about like Debbie does Dallas and they're talking about, you know, like that movie made so much money. And if that can, if this is like the new thing that's starting to happen is porn, we can do that. And I really like, you know, RJ, he's kind of annoying a little bit. It's like I can see, you know, when he gets upset, I can see why, but also I don't think it's fair that he's upset because hypocrite anyways. But, you know, he's really trying to make something that's different. He really wants to like he wants to make it avant garde because it's fancier, like the shit they do in France. And I just love I love everyone's accent in this because everyone has like a really like soft, soft, like southern accent and stuff. I'm like, oh. My accent doesn't sound like that. They're all like, meh, meh. But just hearing everyone talk in a Southern accent, it made my heart so happy, especially Mia Goth. If you've ever seen her in an interview, it's not how she sounds. She has like an English accent, but she's also very like frantic when she talks. And then I watched her interviews after I saw the movie and just to see how completely different she was, I was like, wow, 
Like she did a really great job because she has an accent and you can't tell at all. And I absolutely love Jen Ortega's accent because again, it's a very soft sort of Southern accent. Um, just hearing everyone talk, I was like, wow, this feels like home. Yeah. I just loved it. I, I'm not going to lie. Like when, cause like sometimes like, when, like your Southern accent, like in some of our streams, mostly in our like drinking streams, uh, your accent for sure a hundred percent comes out like it's like out there for a fact but like in this one i was honestly kind of like dude like she definitely has like destiny's like southern texas accent like you know like right now um and speaking of which and i cannot i cannot be the only one that thought that mia goth and fucking jenna ortega looked alike in different sequences like i'm not gonna lie the opening frame of this movie i thought it was jenna ortega I thought I'm are you serious? I'm the only one. There's no way. Why? Because they have brown hair? No, they just have similar looks. Like, here, I've got IMDB pulled up right now. And I'm gonna like, I mean, this doesn't look a little bit like Jenna Ortega to you. Like not even a little bit. This is from the opening scene of no. X. Are you serious? No. Not even this? Doesn't look like Jenna Ortega at all. Maybe a tiny bit in that one. Because, like, I mean, here's Jenna Ortega, and then there's, like, I mean, like, I, I, like, I can't, I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. I thought that she looked like Jenna Ortega just a little bit, but you know, um, that's, uh, I guess I said that live. So I guess we'll see how many other people agree or, or just want to call me a fucking idiot. But there are some frames where I actually thought that they look like, honestly, if they played sisters in a movie, I can see them playing sisters. Like, you know, like that's I can all, see that. Yeah. Like, that's all I'm trying to say. Like, that's why I felt like, I mean, even like the shot of her in the water, like when she's like looking like towards the dock, I thought that she looked like Jenna Ortega a little bit. I can't be crazy. I cannot be the only one. So uh, Chad says that looks like Mia Goth. That's because it is Chad. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. So good reel says not at all. Uh, okay. So, so I'm alone. I'm alone on this. You probably just have like facial blindness or something, you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess I do. Because I said that live and now I can't go back and cut that out or anything because that's just going to take too much work. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, cool. So, yeah, I'm alone on that. Doesn't look like it. All right, Destiny. So, what else do you like about X? <laughs> I just love, like, <clears throat> so whenever I watched it, I feel like I really like Max's character really like resonated with me because a lot of things she was saying, I was like, damn, yeah, I agree with her. When she's sitting there saying, like, She's tired of being patient. She's been patient her whole life. And she's like, she has cosmopolitan taste. And I was like, damn. Cause like growing up, I was like, shit. This is how I'm living right now. This is not what I want in my life. And I, I still feel that feel that way. I mean, but watching it, I was like, wow. In terms of what? Huh? In terms of what? Sorry. Just in terms of just not being happy with your life and you know you can do better and you know there's better out there for you, but it's just what do you have to do in order to make that happen, you know? And for her, this is 
her big break. She wants to do these movies so everyone will know her name. I'm not saying I want everyone to know my name. I'm saying, especially because, like, the movie starts off in Houston, which I'm from Houston. I just say the Houston area. But so that was pretty cool starting off. I was like, oh, my God, Houston. Hi. That, that's like me. And then the whole time she's talking and you can tell, like, she really has a desire to make something from nothing. And I feel like that's how I feel. Cause like I come from nothing and hopefully someday I can make myself into something, but watching her and just watching, you know, the way the story plays out, I was just like, damn, I feel like I really connected to her character out of everyone the most. Cause like everyone has their dreams, but she just wants to make it. Mm-hmm. And that's really it. She just wants to make it. Cause I love the whole part when they're talking at the gas station with uh, Bobby Lynn and, you know, he's like, do you want to be wearing, like, a hard hat? And she's like, no. Because that's what they don't want to do. They don't want to have to wear a hard hat or go to your typical job. They want more in life than that. And it's like, that's that's how I feel. I don't want to just work in 9 to 5 every single day. That sounds kind of terrible for yeah. me. I don't want to do that. I work a 6 to 3 every day. I don't like that. Yeah. So... You know, it's just knowing there's something out there for you. It's just what are you going to do in order to make that happen? Yeah, I agree. I mean, this movie like has that message that like, you know, you, you like want something so badly. And it's like, yeah, she I, I mean, that's the, her line in the movie is she will not sell for the life that she doesn't deserve. And I mean, like she says that a couple times in, in mm-hmm. this movie and that is true. Like you got to be willing to do whatever it takes. And even if it starts, like, I mean, uh, this, I mean, even RJ wants to make this award-winning film and he's trying to do his best to, you know, make this happen. He, he gets a little sidetracked when fucking his girlfriend, Lorraine, literally just shocked the shit out of me, by the way, too. Like, I mean, like every, like I was like sitting there and then she's like, I want to be in the movie. And I was like, huh? Like, and then I, like I said that it was like my reaction pretty much went along with the cast reaction. Like they all just started like looking like at her. And then RJ was like, wait, what? What? She's like, I want, I want to be in, yeah. I want to be in the movie. And I mean, even, even her saying, even her saying that, like she said that it was almost like she was like kind of now playing off of their personalities. Cause it's like, they were all doing this for the reasons. Cause they wanted to make it. RJ wanted to make it as a, as a filmmaker. Um, what do you call it? Uh, Bobby Wynn wanted to make it as an actress. And so did um, uh, Maxine uh, is uh, Mia Goff's character. They all wanted to make it as like, you know, actresses in these movies. And then now it's like uh, Lorraine didn't just want to be behind the camera. She wanted to be on camera. If this movie was actually going to be that big, unfortunately the movie's never going to, well, Actually, we well because at the end the police they find the they say I did like that last line of the movie like when he goes like I, I found this like down in the house what do you think's on it well based on the look of here one oh fucked God. up horror picture <laughs> love I it. did I did love that line a lot but I mean so the footage will probably be seen but um and which I wonder how that's gonna go at the police station when they just like pulled it all this up they're like wait huh like this is so this is what these kids were doing like down here 
Yeah, and also with Lorraine, like, I really love Lorraine's character because you can tell she's really hesitant on everything they're doing. Like, like Maxine is saying, like, all she does is stare. She doesn't say anything. And she seems really, like, judgmental at first. She even asks RJ, like, why are you doing this? And he, like, states his reasoning, you know, like, he wants to make a movie. And you can see, like, her loosening up a bit, especially when she's watching Mia Goth's scene, her sex scene. She's, like, watching it, and you can tell she's, like, kind of into it. She's, like, intrigued by it. And when it comes to that scene, which I knew that was coming because I it was in the trailer for, like, a split second. And I was like, oh, yeah. God. Because I was nervous because Jenna Ortega is still very young. She's really young. And I know there's some fucking weirdos out there. Because I saw the letterbox reviews. She didn't even, like, get naked. You don't need to see her naked. It doesn't matter if she was... Because I see 17 is when she filmed it. I'm pretty sure she was 18. Because I know she got the call for it during the filming of Scream 5. And I don't know if this is, like, before or after, like, the pandemic. Because they kind of, like, went back and shot that first scene towards the end. She is 19 right now. I do know that. And she just turned 19. And so she was either 17 or 18. I think she was 18 when they filmed this. Which is still gross. Like, she's freshly 18. You know? Like, don't be fucking weird. Dude, I'm not going to lie. legal, it doesn't matter. (laughs) That's what a lot of people actually did. Now, I know you you haven't seen Game of Thrones, but anyone in the chat here that's seen Game of Thrones, like they did that for Arya Stark in Game of Thrones. It's like season eight came out. There was a huge sex scene with her. And it's like, we watched her grow up on this show. It's like, she was like a, it's like, literally, it's like, she was a character that was like so young when the show started. And then all of a sudden, like we have a sex scene with her in season eight. And it's like, and I watched, like, remember the pitch meeting I showed you? Uh, the guy that does the pitch meetings for, like, yeah. Halloween. Um, he did one for Game of Thrones Season 8. And then, like, he was, like, pitching uh, the idea to the executive. And he was like, oh, my God, is she even 18? He goes, I don't know. But that's something that's <laughs> that's definitely going to be something that people Google. So. <laughs> like... I just find it so weird. Like, because I remember tweeting about that. <laughs> I was seeing those letterbox reviews. And I was like... If you're fucking mad that a just now 19-year-old didn't get naked in a movie when she was probably just 18 when she filmed it, mm-hmm. you have a problem. Because I don't... And people are like, it's legal. I don't care. It's barely legal. Because she yeah. barely is legal. Like, it's still fucking gross. Yeah. No, and I mean, I, I, I definitely get that. as it is. You don't need to see her fully naked, too. And if you wanted to see that... Yeah, I, I, I definitely get that, like, you know, for sure. Uh, Good Real here says, uh, you already made yourself a great and talented person in Destiny. Keep being you. Thank you. I agree, and so does Andy. So, totally agree with you. Y'all are too sweet. <laughs> um, no, I'm trying to catch up here with the chat a little bit, too. Um, so, you know, that way, I mean, guys, you guys, again, as always, the chat's, like, having some great conversations. Um in here so keep it up keep up all the all the great chats uh brock says destiny i'm reminded daily on how inconsiderate people are to other people trying to enjoy an experience this is back when we were talking about the the movie going experience Literally. Uh, yeah so definitely annoying. definitely people agree can't just be happy oh another thing about lorraine is in that moment which i watched spooky astronauts who's like one of my favorite youtubers 
she was talking about, she made a really good point. I didn't even think about, you know, like a lot of people are so for sex work and like, yeah, like go out there and do it until they know the person, you know what I mean? And then it becomes weird. And I feel like that's exactly what happens because Lorraine decides, you know, she wants to be in it and he's like, well, you can't, it's my movie. And then like she says, like, well, people are coming here to see tits and ass and a really big dick. So let's just give them what they want. And he's like, well, which I fucking love this because it's like, it's meta. It's like, y'all see what we're doing here? It's like the script can't just change in the middle of the movie, which is exactly what's about to happen. Because you're watching this sort of just funny, like raunchy, not comedy, but in a way, a little bit of a comedy play out. And then it flips and then people start dying. So it's like a good like wink at the camera. Like, oh, we're doing exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, But he's so for it and seeing all these other girls do it up until it's his girlfriend. And then that's when it becomes a problem. And when she said that, I was like, wow, that's actually like a really good point. Because I feel like that's how people are when it comes to sex work. Like everything is fine until you actually know the person. And then you want to make it weird. But if it's someone that you don't even know, you're like, okay, cool. I get to see tits. But then if it's someone you know, you're like, you can't do that. Yeah. Why would you do that to yourself? And there's that part. Which I kind of wish Wayne, Wayne, yeah, wouldn't have said, you know, I want to tell you something like none of them are nice girls. Because, like, I feel like they are nice girls. Like, I feel like they are actually nice people. And, yeah, they're, like, making pornos. But, like, that doesn't matter. Just because you do that doesn't make you a bad person, you know. And I really like how um, all the nudity and all the sex stuff, it doesn't feel like it's a lot and you're seeing a lot, but whenever I watched it, like I was never uncomfortable by it. You know, I was mm-hmm. like, this is just happening. Like, this is just it. And there's even the scene with Bobby Lynn when they're like having sex. It's like the first one. And then Mia God's character is just like walking by the window and you can see them fucking through the window and it's just normal. I was like, wow, I really like that. And, um, I don't know if you've watched Maya Hawk's new music video called Dress. It's really good. And the whole point of the video, because there's like nudity in it and stuff, and she she's topless, but it just seems so normal. And people are like, oh, my God, like, I saw her tits. Oh, my God, I can't believe, like, she did that. And like, whatever. But, like, that's, like, the whole point of the music video is, like, they're just boobs. Like, this is just, people just do this. Like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always have to be so, like, oh, my God. Like, boobs are boobs. And that's fine. It doesn't always have to just be so, like, overly sexualized, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like that's how a lot of this movie is. When everything's happening, like, it just seems normal. It doesn't seem, like, weird. And then the whole part afterwards, whenever Lorraine's talking about, like, well, what about, like, love? They're like, what about love? It's like, don't you love each other? She's like, just because we're doing this doesn't mean we don't love each other. We can't be in love. Because this is just normal to them. Mm-hmm. Because it's just normal. They aren't yeah. weird about it afterwards. They're all just chilling, eating some sandwiches, and singing. And it's just normal. Literally. And I, I mean, really like, appreciated that. I mean, that's pretty much how life goes, like, after any sexual act, period. It's like, you know, you're engaged in this activity, and then you just chill afterwards. It's just like, normal. I mean, it's just a normal, you move on with your fucking life. That's it. <laughs> exactly. And so. they're 
talking about, like, you know, like I said earlier, like, at some point, you're going to get too old to have sex. Mm-hmm. You're literally not going to be able to do it. And that's just kind of what happens. And that does suck. And that's why um, Howard can't. He's on a, he's, it's because of his heart. Like, he even, like, you know, um, he tells Pearl that, that he can't. And it, it, it does upset her. It's like, and she's just like, like, she more seems like even like, so we also find out the reason like why she's like following, you know, Maxine and why she's following all of like, you know, what's going on and is because she's like attracted to the way Maxine looks. I mean, like she fucking, uh, she hates Bobby Lynn. Like I love like that comment at the end. Like when, yeah, you know, I don't like blondes. <laughs> I was like, huh? huh? <laughs> Excuse me. Come again. Excuse like, me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah it's like you could like see that like the reason she's like following her is because she's like attracted to just the way that she looks and like even that conversation with her it's like she says like you know i was like young once and like you know did this and like she like that conversation was very it was just unsettling and this movie is very unsettling and that's honestly what i do really like about it is like it really does get under your skin in some of these dialogue scenes it's not even horrific scenes and i mean we definitely still have to talk about the kills because some of the kills in this movie is fucking amazing um Mm -hmm. and the makeup work too holy shit some of the makeup work here is like some of the best makeup i've seen in a movie all year i mean fucking steven Er, who fucking plays uh howard his Mm -hmm. makeup like i mean even like when um like when he fucking steps out on the porch and like jackson goes God, that is one fucking ugly looking motherfucker. Some, yeah. Like, or like whatever the some fuck bitch. he says. Yeah, yeah, that is one ugly some bitch. Yeah, because that guy, he is in another movie I love that we should watch or talk about at some point called Deathgasm. I love that movie. And I was like looking at everyone else's credits to see what else they've been in. And I was like, Deathgasm, I remember him in that. And then I saw what he looked like in Deathgasm. I was like, oh, that makes sense because he looks so different. And Mia Goth fucking plays Pearl. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Which, going into it, I had kept seeing stuff about her playing Pearl. And anytime I would see it, I would try to, like, scroll past it. Because, like, I don't want to know that. Yeah. I was just going to watch it. But then I was watching it. And I was trying not to really look for it. Because I was, like, just watching it. And then I, there was a certain scene whenever Pearl's getting into bed with Maxine. And because, like, Mia Goth, because she doesn't really have eyebrows. She has them, but they're really faint. And she, there's, like, a shadow on her, like, forehead. I was like, this is Mia Goth. I fucking know it. Because I could tell by her, like, arch right here in her eyebrows. Like, this is her. Well, she mm. did a fucking great job. That's amazing. I know. She does. Like, I mean, she does a fucking great job. I mean, like, it's almost, like, unnoticeable, like, the makeup work and everything. Like, I mean, even the guy that fucking plays Howard. Like, I mean, he looks like just, like, a regular, like, you know, mid forties, like early fifties, dude. I, I mean, he just, but like the makeup just makes him look so like just creepy and so beat down and everything. Like, I mean, it's some of the best makeup work I've seen in a, in a, in a movie this year. Like, and that's just in a movie period. Like, I mean, yeah. And like the kills in it were fucking great too. Like I was so excited Cause I remember watching the trailer and you see a part where Pearl is stabbing and it's like this and all you see is her hand and it's like, everything's red. I was like, I can't wait to see like what this scene is, which I knew 
RJ was that it was going to be RJ just because the way the trailer plays out, you know, it's him. But I was like watching it, and when he first gets stabbed, even though I knew he was a goner, when he first gets stabbed, like the whole theater was like, oh my god, because it just kind of comes out of nowhere. And then again, she's trying to like fill him up basically, and he's like, whoa, like don't touch me. She's like, why can't you even look at me? And he was like, this is not happening. And then she gets mad and fucking stabs him. But she just like keeps like going to town on his neck to where like his head is severed and you yeah. can tell she's like getting off on it. Like she's feeling sexual release yeah. from murdering him. And I was like, yeah, you're oh like, uh, you're like, okay. So, I mean, <laughs> that, it, that makes me more excited to see Pearl's backstory now because it's like, she's getting like excited about this. So I'm definitely excited about that. Uh, Fauci what's going on, man. Um, Hey guys, what's going on? Uh, Talking X, a beloved movie of 2022, and I'm over here like, eh, but I appreciate everyone's tastes. So, you know, Fauci was not a, like, he actually also, he did comment on one of my posts this week saying he also wasn't a big fan of it. Um, you know, there, there are some people that didn't really uh, enjoy it too much. Um, but yeah, uh, bland sandwiches, they really were bland. They were like, just like meat and bread. And that meat was thick as hell. Look. Don't get me wrong. When I ate meat, oh, my God, I fucking love. And that's, like, another thing I really loved about this. When they're going grocery shopping, they're, like, buying just, like, simple things. Because, like, you know they don't have a lot of money. They're all pretty, I'm sure, broke. And Mm -hmm. they just buy some fucking Wonder Bread. And they buy a thing of, like, ham to cut up themselves. Not even, like, pre-cut ham. And they're just eating it. I'm like, wow. You really just, like, something about a sandwich during the summertime... It just hits different, man. I was like, there's just so many little parts of the movie that I'm like, wow, this is a really good, just like little touch to make it feel normal, to make it not feel so much like a movie, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I absolutely love the scene after um, Maxine's and Jackson's like sex scene when she's like, they're playing like Loretta Lynn, like the act naturally, and she's kind of like dancing throughout the halls. I'm like, wow. Because you know she's like happy with what she just did, and you know she's yeah. proud. And I freaking love it. Yeah. No, I mean, and then they have Don't Fear the Reaper playing in that scene, too. That's what Good Reel just posted. Dude. Don't Fear the Reaper enhances any horror movie. I loved it. Loved it. As soon as it started playing, I was, started, like, I was like, fuck yeah. It's like, like the same feeling I had in Scream 5 when they start playing Red Right Hand. As soon as I heard them, when it turned on, I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, here we fucking go. And I love that scene when... Pearl is killing him, and then she stands up, and she's, like, in the spotlight, which she's in the headlights, but she's in the spotlight, which, again, the usage of the blood covering it to make everything red, fucking beautiful, and it starts playing the Wee Wee Marie song, and she's, like, dancing, and she, like, has her own little moment, and then I like that that music fades out, and it's still playing Don't Fear the Reaper, Mm -hmm. but, like, in her head, in that moment, she's in the spotlight like this is her moment which i freaking love and you know knowing that um mia goth played pearl as well i feel like that also kind of gives you like like is she because i feel like it can be played through different ways like is she like actually like attracted to her like sexually attracted to her is she attracted to her energy is she envious of what she can do and then when you get to the very end and you find out 
that Maxine is actually the preacher's daughter that's been going off this whole fucking time, mm-hmm. they watch that. Because that plays on Endless Reap. Does she recognize that this is that girl? And she's kind of, like, looking at her. Like, I feel like there's so much all around that's, like, and we don't really know exactly. Does she see herself in her? Because... I'm not going to lie to you. Now, I could be a little crazy, but like, you know, like how like the final shot of The Shining is like that image and it's like the caretaker. It's like Jack Torrance and it's like, was he there the entire time and everything like that? I feel like that this again was kind of a Shining reference because it's like it's been interpreted for literally decades what that final shot of that movie means. And I feel like that that can kind of be interpreted here, like when like the camera kind of like pans over and you and you see that right like it's like what the fuck does it like what does that mean it's like kind of open for it's like open for your own interpretation and you know i definitely can see like what you mean like you know do like maybe they recognize that this is her and but like why would they do all these awful things right like what is the reasoning behind it we don't really know you know like and i'm hoping that pearl gives us a little bit more of these answers to i mean at least the younger version to know like okay so she's always been a psychopath obviously the first time when she kills rj and she gets like the sexual like pleasure of that like she stabs and she's like like she like does like the whole motion and i'm just like what what (laughs) yeah and we Uh, know this isn't her first time because whenever i was watching it again earlier there's that scene in the gas station where um which in the theater i couldn't read anything because it happened so fast but it shows the pin board of everything and so this time I made sure to pause on it. And there's like four different like missing people. Like you don't see them, but you see like missing person, missing person. And then, you know, Lorraine goes down into the basement inside the house because she's looking for RJ. And she finds that guy tied up naked. And then that's when we get that fucking amazing scream. And there's a whole part with the fucking the beetle in the water make love not war on the back so like we know they're not the first people to do this to like they have been doing this because i'm sure this is the way she releases sexual tension which i saw one letterbox review which is pretty funny it was like if she would have just had a vibrator right probably none of this would have happened probably i mean shit she could have just done it to herself like exactly but like i mean even the fucking scenes like when she's like the the just some of the music cues in this movie just it gives you the fucking and it's creep. like the like, moaning yeah like I mean like, yeah like when she's like sitting there and like brushing her hair in the mirror and stuff like that like I mean like and the music is playing and you're just sitting there and you're just like ugh like you know um and I um, mean oh god oh like one of the first the Chelsea Wolf Chelsea Wolf I don't know exactly how to say it but she's the one that does like the music for this like all these like noises that you're hearing and like the, huh, like it's her. She sings that cover of Wee Wee Marie whenever Pearl is dancing. Um, it's just so good. It's so unsettling. It is weird. Cause you're like, these definitely sound like moans, but you don't know exactly what's going on and they're not coming from people. It's just a soundtrack, but she has some really good music. You should check out her other stuff. I listen to some of it at work and I really like, music it's just very i don't know how to describe it it's just really good so check out her music i really like it i'll have to i mean just the this this whole movie i mean now like we gotta start getting into the kills now because i mean some of these kills 
are absolutely awesome. Like, I mean, like when like RJ's kill was definitely classic horror. It was just like a classic slasher, you know, but like, I mean, fuck, I feel like the one like I, I want to talk about this scene first because it's just been in my head ever since I fucking saw it. And it's Lorraine when she gets locked into the fucking cellar and she takes that axe and starts like hitting the door again. Clear shining, shining. reference. But like what I was not expecting because fucking Howard was like down by that fucking ca- he was outside. I was not expecting him to fucking come in and just fucking literally start whacking at her fingers like now the shining how it plays out is we know that wendy takes the knife and just slashes at jack's hand and there's just like a cut and he's like ah, you know um but here like fucking her fingers like are like hanging her bones off. are like coming yeah. out and her fingers are like hanging it is fucking gross like it's really i mean nasty. it is it, it like literally is just sitting there and like my fingers were like clenching up just like watching that because like you could like see it like hanging and i don't know if like that was just like the like i don't know if like on action like he just told her to like dangle him as she's like freaking out but i mean like they genuinely like oh so good like that it looks so good and what i love with like upon rewatch like a lot of their deaths are kind of foreshadowed like bobby lynn whenever they first leave like the strip club you have a blonde girl who is like holding her boobs and her it's kind of like that salt thing or i think with like the with the diaper and the dog like pulling off the diaper but it's an alligator pulling off like her like bottoms bobby lynn gets fucking eaten by an alligator which i like in this movie as well because there's moments where it's like checks off it's like checks off gun in the beginning but we know that the gun is not loaded and so the whole time in my head, I was like, that gun's not loaded. And I know it's going to come back into play and it's not fucking loaded. And that's going to suck. Same thing with the alligator. You think that Mia Goth's character, which I was like, she's not going to get fucking attacked by an alligator. But we know there's an alligator there. We know it's there. So whenever fucking Bobby Lynn goes into that water, it's like, oh, shit. And then it fucking and then it does like the death roll. I was like, she's and I love that part, too, when she's sitting there because she's nice, you know, she is like, oh, don't worry about it. Like, my grandma gets confused, too. And she fucking slaps her. And then it's like that Southern thing. Oh, you fucked up now. She's yeah. like, and I was just trying to be nice. And then she gets fucking pushed into the water. As soon then, as, like, they reversed, as soon as Bobby Lynn was, like, standing on the edge of the dock, I'm like, she's fucking getting pushed in the water. She's going like, in there. I mean, some, some of the kills, I'm, I I am not going to lie. I did think that Jackson was actually going to take the, the alligator. Um, I thought that he. Which I like I that, first too. Thought, I thought that he was going to be the one to get eaten by the alligator. As soon as he saw the light in there, I was like, uh, maybe right here. Like, you know, because. I, I did see I saw somebody um, comment on my post saying that, oh, the, the lake scene is the best kill scene. Like, you'll know when you see it. And I'm sitting here. I'm like, OK, he's going in the water right now. Like, you know, I see the flashlight, which was obviously set up, I'm sure, for the alligator to, you know, get him. But the alligator was elsewhere doing doing its own thing or whatever. Um, so, yeah, like I definitely that's when I thought it was going to happen. But then as soon as that didn't happen, I'm like, OK, like now what? And then I'm like, well, there goes Bobby Lynn. She's walking out and then she sees um, Pearl. I'm like, OK, here it comes. I'm like the, at the end of the dock, she's standing at the edge of the dock. Clear as day. This is happening. So and it did. So, yeah. And again, with Jackson's death scene, when he first gets when they first get there to like the little house, you know, 
because he like was in Nam and he was like, I've had en enough people like shooting at me. You know what I mean, old timer? He gets shot. He said it himself right there. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of those moments where if you like watch it, you're like, oh, they foreshadowed a lot of their deaths. And then I love Lorraine's death, even though again, it's like in the trailer, but you barely see it. But I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure that's Jen Ortega's character because you have Maxine that gets Lorraine out and you know Lorraine's about to die because she's doing one of those horror movie things where like they're overly panicking and she's like freaking the fuck out. And she's like, I hate you. I should have never come here. And then as soon as she walks out that door, fucking right into the face. And then she is just put on that fucking floor. And the makeup effects, when they drag her back in, and she kind of like coughs and like blood goes everywhere. And then that gives Howard his heart attack, which he said could happen. Foreshadow. Didn't happen when they were banging, but he did have a heart attack. Dude, and that I love, scene you know, was so disturbing to me. Like, I was just like what in the fuck <laughs> See, i didn't even think it was disturbing when that was i was just like i don't know like for, i get I, 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 I mean i yeah i guess i get a little weirded out by it but i mean like it i don't know i was just kind of like eh. like you know okay like it was like the super like wide shot like on the bed it's like okay here we go folks butt. yeah here we go folks and action go ahead and start thrusting right there so thrust <laughs> um and act like you're act like you're on heart meds too like you know i mean it can't be easy to do like you gotta act like you know you can't do it but be able to actually participate i, I don't know it's fucking weird so i i mean i've never had to direct a sex scene in a movie so. oh and i found out um there's things called like intimacy coaches which i think is like sort of newer and it's four sex scenes, which they obviously worked with one for this. Yeah. That's where I found out about it, that they worked with them. I was like, wow, that's really interesting because I didn't know that was a thing. And they like help you make sure like you're comfortable like with what you're doing. They'll like constantly ask, like, is this okay? Like, are you comfortable? Like, do you still want to yeah. do this? Which I find, you know, comforting because these sex scenes, like even though like I don't think they're like necessarily like gratuitous, they are pretty like, I guess, explicit. Yeah. Even though, like, I've seen the Friday Thirteenth remake scene, which is pretty similar to Mia Goth scene because she's on top of him, but there's like a lot that is going into these sex scenes. And whenever I found out they worked with the intimacy coach, I was like, "Wow, that's actually like that's really cool. Like that that's a thing now. Yeah. That way it's not so awkward and it helps you feel not so like pressured. And like it doesn't matter what the directors say. Like they will come. Like I don't care what they're saying. Like are you okay with this still mm -hmm. i'm like yeah it's fine I'm like okay cool just gotta make sure which i was like that's really that's really cool that that's a thing because i can only imagine it's probably a little bit nerve-wracking yeah probably a lot of it nerve-wracking to do something like that because you're having to fake sex you're fully exposed you have to be moaning at fucking max volume yeah so i was like wow that's really cool i like that they do that now yeah, no, I mean, it, it's, it definitely is, like, to make sure everyone is, and I think that any good set, like, you know, would do, especially a movie, like, at this level, like, apparently one of the things, like, with the Fifty Shades sets is, like, there was no chemistry between the two actors, like, when they were doing those scenes. Wow. In those movies. Tell. 
Like, well, yeah, right. Like, I mean, just even like the like them together on screen was just like super over the top weird. Like, you know, like yes, people. For those of you that are like, did Braden see Fifty? Yes, I've seen Fifty Shades. Like, I've you seen know, all of them, and I read the books. See, I haven't read the books, but I saw. I know I saw the first two movies. I don't think I saw the last one. But um, I saw the first one with my boyfriend at the time on Valentine's Day because that was our anniversary on Valentine's Day in the theaters with him yeah. and my papa and his wife were there but we did not sit together Jesus Christ. well yeah thank god right <laughs> like, i mean fuck um but yeah like it, it's just like and it shows like you know and i mean even hearing the actors talk about it like you know i feel like spending some time together and getting to know each other and kind of almost knowing each other like you've known each other for years is probably the best way to go about handling those scenes because it's like you're about to be doing something to where you have to in a performance make it seem like i mean in this movie it's a bit different but in a movie like 50 shades it's like you know you have to act as if like i don't, I don't know how to really describe it because of how like messed up it is like because the guy is super into this thing and like he's trying to pleasure this girl or whatever but it's just weird but in a movie like x it's like they're making a, a porno so it's like you know you can be a little bit more like you could have a little bit more fun with it you know what i mean yeah so like i feel like that these actors working together and i'm like i thought that their chemistry all of their chemistry seemed really good in this movie. i would love to fucking watch a movie of just them just them going about their day i would watch that so fast and that's like something i i saw like a good amount of people praise it for is just like the characters themselves are just good and it was like i uh, it, at times i forgot i was watching a horror movie before mm -hmm. everything goes south because i was like i just love these characters and i love how normal they feel and how like sure they are of what they're doing and they just seem like a lot of fun they just seem like a fun group of people to be around yeah and it freaking it, it, sucks it, when they die <laughs> exactly it is it is definitely a slow burn you know like i mean the first like real act i mean rj's death doesn't happen for like an hour and four minutes into the movie so it's like you are in a way establishing these characters because like while we don't get to know so much about like who they were before this like you know they're all just trying to do a job really i mean they're all just trying to make a movie and they're all just trying to get their work done that they need to do so that they can go on with their lives. So, you know, yeah. Um, but I mean, obviously that's cut short when all this shit. And another thing I really like is that this movie only takes place during the course of one day and one night. Like, it's like they're on the road, they get there, they set up to pretty much fucking get started and they start it. And they get a lot done for a day. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> like they get a lot of scenes done in one day. I'm like, shit, here I am just like, am I making movies wrong? Cause like normally I have to light the scene and fucking like, you're doing too much. Do it. I mean, right? like fucking, we have to light it. We have to do this and that. I mean, they clearly have the sound, they have the boom operator uh, and everything, but yeah, I mean, and then the nighttime comes and voila, people are starting to die left and right. RJ gets killed and fucking Wayne gets killed. I liked Wayne's death because it was like a classic Friday vibe. If you ask me, it's like he's like peeking his eye through. I'm like, you know, something's coming through that. Fucking. Oh, yeah. I'm like, you you see it. Or you're like, 
I will say some of the kills were pretty predictable, which is like why I'm like he's going to the barn. And I was like, it's like, oh, Friday the 13th, part three, uh, part three uh, callback here, is it? Like, um, I love the part when he first walks into the barn. He's just like, RJ, are you in here, brother? Something about that makes me laugh so fucking hard. You in here, brother? Yeah, you in here, brother? You in here, like, brother? I mean, like I mean, yeah, I mean, and I mean, Wayne, he's a he's a likable guy. I mean, like I, I'd say he I do like him. Fun. Seems fun. He seems like a fun individual. Dude, the fucking part after they film Bobby Lynn and Jackson's sex scene, and he's like, oh, again, people's eyes are gonna pop out of their damn skulls when they see this. He gets in the eye, and yeah. um, I love when he's talking to RJ, and he's like, feel how hard my cock is. And grabs his hand and puts it on his dick, and they just stand there. They're like, it is just he—he he just seems like a fun person to be around. And also, he's from The Strangers Pray at Night. Well, I may—I first knew him from Ring, the Ring, the remake of Ring. But um, he's in The Strangers Pray at Night. He plays the dad in that, and oh, this man is so fine, especially in Pray at Night. But I love his whole sort of. Matthew McConaughey sort of style get up in this movie. I was fucking wondering where he was from. I just pulled up Strangers Pray at Night right now. And yeah, fuck. I was wondering what he was from. I was like, what other horror movie was he from? Strangers Pray at Night. Thank you so much because that was fucking. I mean, I could have looked up IMDb, but I mean, you know, thank you. You don't need it. You got me. I, thank oh. you. I, I do appreciate that. Um, um good reel thank you so much for the super chat uh look up gilbert uh got fried reads Godfrey? 50 shades got oh sorry you just I say it for me passed away too no say it for me gilbert Gottfried. thank you reads 50 shades right. on youtube i will go ahead and do it. I, I, love how I said gilbert got fried oh my fucking i hate myself so goddamn much you know it's okay Legit, another thing I'm the worst human being on this planet. <laughs> another thing I really like in this movie that like yeah, like we obviously see a lot of like female nudity and I feel like it's more like you see boobs more than anything. But RJ has a scene in the shower where he's fully naked and you can see him. You have that one scene with Jackson when Howard walks up and all you see is like the outline of his dick, but he's fully naked and you see his ass. He's walking around there fully naked. And the part mm -hmm. with Wayne, whenever um, Lorraine's looking for RJ, he's wearing whitey tidies, but they're like super small, like super small underwear for him. So like, even though there's a lot of female nudity, I feel like there is still a good amount of male nudity too, which again, I feel like that's what makes it feel not weird is it's not like, it's not just a woman out here like, Look at me, boobs. Like, no, yeah. like, everyone is naked, which, again, I appreciate because I feel like that's what makes it feel normal is when everyone is just same, same playing field. It's not, you know, yeah. really outweighing. We don't fully see dick. We do see an outline. And we do. Lorraine was right. <laughs> um, that's a big dick. Like, that is big. Legit. I was, I like saw the out. I was like, wait, I was like, at first I was like, I, I was like, huh? I was like, wait, is, am I seeing what I'm seeing right now? Or am I just going crazy? Like the, now I'm not going to confirm or like, I'm not going to confirm that it was a big dick. Okay. Like, I mean, no, it was a big dick. <laughs> no, it was a big dick. 
And if that's on soft mode. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> fucking hanging there. Like literally, literally just like, you're like, like, is there a fucking horse ranch around here? Jesus fuck. <laughs> Huge. I was like, shit. <laughs> so I mean, I don't I don't blame Lauren. I mean I don't blame her. And she's just curious. They call her church mouse and she's wearing a cross and she's wearing her little like Sunday underwear. Like you can tell kind of like what she probably grew up with. You know, she yeah. seems really shy and reserved. And like, I don't blame her for being curious. Cause I feel like we have, we all have parts of our lives that are like that where you're just curious. That's pretty much like how it all starts is like out of like curiosity, you know, it's like, you exactly. Get and it's normal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, again, the movie does a great job at just really showcasing, you know, a, a lot of different, like, slashers, but it also has its own movie and its own rights, and that's what I love so much about it, is that it really is a, a fun movie. Um, the characters are, are likable to a degree. Like, the group just seems like a fun group. I mean, honestly, like, when they were all just kind of, like, sitting around and talking at night, that reminded like me a lot of like when we were making Haddonfield and Sally, it's like we would film our scenes and like we would just like kind of sit around and and bullshit and just talk. And it, it just what makes it fun, you know, um, yeah. but like also at the at the soul at the center of it, it's like you've got these characters that are all just trying to, you know, get their names out there and, and get recognized for their work and everything, you know, um, and then just shit, unfortunately, hits the fan and it, it gets cut short. So, yeah. Um, and so another thing that I really liked about the movie, and I guess this is more, well, not, it's more towards the end, but, you know, we see the whole part with her saying like, I will not, uh, accept a life I do not deserve to herself in the mirror, which I think is a great affirmation. And I feel like I tell myself that pretty often now, like mm -hmm. I took that from this movie and I love it. And the part, you know, after Howard has a heart attack and Maxine confronts Pearl with the gun. And is like talking to her and I love whatever, like everything's getting heightened and you hear the TV saying, I will not accept a life I do not deserve. And she's saying it too. And I like that she took that from her upbringing and she's using that, but in her way. And I thought that was pretty cool. And then, you know, gun doesn't go off. Pearl tries to shoot her, misses, and it backfires because she's a frill old woman. So it fucking takes her out. And they're even talking about, you know, like divine intervention while on the TV. And then at the very end, it's like divine intervention. Praise yeah. the fucking Lord. Yeah. I love that shit because she took what she grew up learning, but made it her own, which I think is awesome. Because I'm sure yep. that would piss them off even more. It's like, yeah. oh, I still use that, but I use it for me, not yeah. for what y'all are doing. Yeah. No, I mean, just overall uh, a great movie. I will say I'd feel like absolute ass if I didn't talk about this scene. And it's the very, it's like literally the very last moments of Lorraine's life. Like when she like actually gets out of the fucking cellar and she goes, no, I hate you. Like I'm getting you. out of here. And then she, here. as soon as she started running, I'm like, oh, this can't be good. Literally. I did not see that coming though. She opened the door and a fucking double, a fucking double bill shotgun right to the fucking face holy shit i would not feel complete in myself if i didn't talk about that because my jaw was on the fucking ground i was like there's no way she's just gonna like there's no way this camera is just gonna leave her running without something happening and sure enough 
a fucking shotgun right to the goddamn face. And right you just fucking, head. you hear Howard. I heard her. I told her to stay in the goddamn mm-hmm. cellar. Like, goddamn <laughs> cellar. <laughs> I was like, fuck. <laughs> it was insane. I, I love that. I, I loved it. And that, that was definitely a great way. I mean, I really also like how, you know, like as I'm kind of giving my closing thoughts here, want to talk about the beginning i love like how the beginning you like you see the aftermath of some stuff and i actually did kind of like i i was like looking at the house because like the opening shot is like from the from the uh like, like the, the other house like from the or the barn it's somewhere it's the barn because it's like the barn doors and what i really like about that is you think that's like the ratio yeah because of the barn doors and then it opens out i was like oh that was that was fucking cool yeah, it's like ooh, that's smooth i like that I like so that. um <laughs> So yeah, like it like kind of comes out and reveals like the whole house. It is a pretty extensive shot. It's like a 40 second shot, but I mean, it works because it's like you see the police car pulling up, you see like on the house, you see the like the blood splattered like on like the door frame. I'm like, I'm like, shit. And so like, some shit the, happened here. Like what the fuck happened here? And then like you see the bodies like, you know, all I was like, okay, okay. So I'm like. Yeah. And you know, on? usually like I feel like if it's done well. I like a wraparound, but there's some like for instance the Pet Cemetery remake 2019, that has a wraparound. Did not like it. I did mm-hmm. not like it at all because I feel like with that you know exactly what's going on. Even though like obviously people are gonna die, you don't know who is where and you don't know how these people died. I feel like with Pet Cemetery, it's like, okay, I I kind of know what's all about to fucking happen. Yeah. Um, Jennifer's body. It's sort of like a wraparound. It starts off at the very end with Needy. Well, almost the very end with Needy. And then the whole movie is like her story, like what happened. Um, so I always, I don't always like a wraparound. But when it's done right, which I think this one did it right, I think it can be really cool. You just have yeah. to make sure you play it out right. You can't give away everything at the fucking beginning. Like right. Pet Cemetery. Right. Uh, Byron, what's going on, man? How are you? Uh, Hi, Byron. Byron also said at Destiny X feels like a good Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. I wish X 2022 was a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. Um, I will say I do think that A24 would be better right holders for Texas Chainsaw than um, than Netflix for a fucking fact. Um, I mean, if this is the type of horror that A24 is going to be like producing, I mean, I'd, I'd honestly be curious to see what they can do maybe with like an original slasher, because I do feel like A24 is that company that is going to get that. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. I feel like horror movies nowadays, like especially slashers, it's like, yeah, we love and adore our iconic 70s and 80s slashers for sure. I feel like that now we're moving to a time to where we need that slasher that's going to come that's going to be the next generation of slashers you know what i mean Mm -hmm. or that's going to like be the dawn of the next generation of slashers um i mean don't again i i love our i mean michael myers is my fucking favorite of all time like i I love him to death but i feel like we need to start like going towards like maybe something like michael but it's like you know it's not michael not like a ripoff but like you know maybe something that's like unique in its own right so, you know, I, I think that that's kind of like what and I think A24 is going to be the company to do it. It just depends on what project is going to be the one to make that happen, you know, uh, in my opinion. So I don't know. We'll what see. Yeah, we are going to see like we got we got new ones uh, 
got new ones coming every year. But uh, you got any closing thoughts on uh, on X or uh, have you talked about everything that you kind of want to touch on? Yeah, I just I loved it. As of right now, it's still my favorite horror movie of the year. I just I don't know. I really I love the movie. And this is like my fifth time watching it was today. Um, yeah, I think it's pretty great. Yeah, I've, I've only seen it once. So, I mean, I'm sure at the end of the year, one of our episodes is going to be the best horror of, of 2022. I'm like positive. Like this too is like, it, this is like on my, it's on the top of my list for, for sure. And I, you haven't seen Nope yet, right? Like you still have to go see that. You'll have to see Nope and the Black Phone. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm Black Phone is for a fucking fact on the list. Um, nope is, is also on the list. I really do like Nope a lot. Like, I mean, the more I think about it, the more I seem to like it. Um, you know, like I, I thought it was good, not great when I first saw it, but I, I, it's a movie I have thought about constantly since seeing it. I did really enjoy it. So I, I'm actually curious to, and whenever you do see it, um, maybe the week it comes on Blu-ray or something, like we can do our episode on, on Nope or, or whatnot. Um, but I definitely am excited to talk to you about that. Um, so yeah, guys, X is a, it's phenomenal. Um, I don't know if it's streaming on anything right now, but you guys can buy it on Blu-ray. Definitely worth watching. You guys can rent it also. Um, I'm sure, uh, definitely worth a watch. Very enjoyable. If you're, I, I did say this too. If you're a big slasher fan, I mean, you should pretty much fucking adore this movie. Um, in my opinion, at least, uh, destiny shout out to your, um, costume tonight or your outfit, not costume, your outfit. Um, you know, you, you just, I have the top on, I am yep. wearing a top. And I mean, that's pretty much the exact top that she was wearing too. So like, I mean, Amazon. Yeah, exactly. You, you got it. So Walmart. Um, but, uh, what are your, uh, what are your thoughts coming up here on, uh, on Pearl? Do you think that that's going to probably make your list too? I mean, dude, Ty West, I'm so glad to see he's back into horror. He's fucking killing it right now with, uh, with these. So I'm excited to see what he does now with this prequel. Maybe I'll watch the trailer tonight, so. Yeah, Pearl is definitely now probably, like, now my most anticipated movie because whenever I watch X and I didn't get to see that fucking, I saw that little clip because someone had posted the clip. I didn't get to see it in theaters because for some theaters at the very end, it showed the trailer, like a little snippet of the trailer for Pearl. And it was kind of like a a surprise sort of thing because... They had shot and like they filmed X and then while there, Ty West had this idea for Pearl. And so him and Mia Goth stayed back and then they did Pearl, um, which I just think is so freaking incredible. And I watched the trailer twice now, I think, and it just looks so good. It looks different. It doesn't have like the same vibe that uh, X does because X feels very 70s, you know, like the time period it's set in and then this one it just feels different and it's mm-hmm. shot different and it doesn't feel as like like warm i guess like i feel like x feels like a, a really hot movie mm-hmm. texas but pearl just it almost feels more like a springtime movie in a way like the way all like the colors of it but pearl looks like it's gonna be really good i'm really yeah. excited for pearl it's my next now most anticipated movie because i love x so much yeah, I mean, in terms of horror up and coming, yeah, I mean, September, I'm definitely excited for Pearl. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, we get Pearl, and then, so we got that coming up in September, 
And then October's the fucking big one. We got uh, Michael Myers, baby, mid-October. So it's like they're like a month apart from each other. So like that, that's getting me excited. Um, so definitely, I mean, horror is unfortunately coming to a close this year. You know, we're, we're coming down to the latter half of the year when it comes down to, you know, we're, we're going to put our list together and see which one is going to make the best and maybe the worst of the year. Um, there's some originals actually, I do want to check out on shutter still this year that actually might make the list too. Um, because like, I mean, like it's always fun at the end of the year to have to try and like put together, like, we're not going to do a top five. I think we'll do a top 10 at the end of the year for like horror, like, you know, um, kind of, yeah, let's showcase like some more that than just the top. It's hard to do top five. I could do top 10. Five is always the hardest ones to do. Yeah. 10 is easier to work with. But I definitely do anticipate X to, to stay there for sure. Um, so yeah, guys, uh, what, what do you guys think of X, man? Do you guys, do you guys love this? Do you guys hate it? Uh, where do you guys kind of think about, uh, X? If you guys are listening to this, uh, in the future, leave comments, let us know what you guys think chat. You guys were absolutely fucking awesome tonight. As always, thank you guys so much for being such a great group of listeners and viewers. And if you guys are listening on Spotify and iTunes in the future, um, thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, we're glad that you guys are enjoying the show. I don't know how the fuck my target reached for my steps when I'm bent, when I've been sitting down like this. Like, is there something wrong with my watch? Like, is it because I've like been like it's doing that you're moving <laughs> cheater? <laughs> I mean, hey, it works, I guess. But this is the first time this has happened in a while. So, you know, like one time I was like driving and like I was like leaning my like head on like my wrist and I saw my watch light up. And then I was like looking at it and like the steps were counting. Like as I was driving, I was like, huh? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, isn't there like supposed to be like this thing in the watch to where it could feel like when like you're walking and yeah. So it's like whenever you would play just dance with the Wii and you know, you don't have to fully dance. You can just like move it and mm -hmm. it counts, you know? Yeah. But if you get Wii Connect full body, which I love, I fucking loved just yeah. dance that was my shit that, that was i mean just dance was awesome i can't even lie like i mean i definitely had a lot of fun um doing it like with uh with the Wii. it was usually just me my mom was at work and i was like mm -mm. dancing same thing oh my god i used to play guitar hero oh same the, for the nintendo ds so you would like hold it and it was just oh my god i was good that's probably why i have like probably gonna get arthritis super young because i was always playing i was really good that's all i'm gonna say yeah and i fucking miss that and i think about it almost every day i should just buy a nintendo ds and fucking get guitar hero no i mean i played it. it i mean i played guitar hero but i played it like for like my xbox and for like the wii i actually had it for like the wii i would like use the guitar i remember when my mom bought me guitar hero 3 like when that was like big oh my god i fucking loved it and I mean, like, that's like a huge inspiration for me because like the 80s rock is like my fucking favorite like music period. Like if you ever drive with me, my whole playlist is fucking like I, and my playlist is y'all can look it up on Spotify. Braden's awesome tastic mix. So, you know, I mean, that's what it's called or Braden's awesome tacular mix or whatever the fuck it's called. My but, Spotify is. I don't know. Destiny Faulkner. Destiny, Destiny Faulkner. I don't even have my only playlist I have is a Stranger Things playlist. And it's just my favorite songs that I've taken from the Stranger Things playlist. So I can listen to specifically those all the time. Oh, boy. 
<laughs> but other than that, it's just all my liked music. And you can see what I listen to. There you go. Guys, it's kind of all over the place. Yeah, I know. So is mine. My like honestly, like I've got like movie stuff on there. I've got movie like stuff. regular I've got regular stuff. I listen to a lot of movie soundtracks like when I'm writing scripts and stuff just because like I want to get into like the mindset of a mood and everything. But but yeah, guys, so Destiny, what you got up in uh coming this week? Um what what do we got up and coming here uh for the remainder of the week? The Friday the fuck. <laughs> the Friday the th- uh, yeah, yeah. The Halloween right. <laughs> trivia stream. Where I'll be moderating. This yep, this upcoming Friday, everyone, so, on Good Real Hunting's channel. That's two nights, 48 hours. Don't fucking miss it. I'm gonna be lit it. for it. So I mean, feel free to grab drinks, grab popcorn. I'm going and to let's freaking go because I mean this is going to be fun. We got a full stream. We got two teams. We got yours truly, Destiny, moderating this Friday night. Um, going to be so much fun. I'm I'm actually so excited that this is the first time I'm going to be on Good Reels channel. Um, it's going to be an honor. I mean, I'm going to hopefully take the – my team's going to take the Grand Jewel. Um, you know, honestly, we should, pro- we should find a trophy on Amazon and get it, like, you know, made. For, I mean, you can make it for like 15 bucks and we should send it to the team that wins and we should do it every year. We should do a new slasher stream uh, trivia and see who takes it. You know, I'm really excited because I try to not just ask like the normal questions and some of these are going to be a little bit out there and I'm ready. I'm so ready. I'm freaking I'm amped. Uh, Bacon, what's going on, man? Welcome in. Well, hey, welcome in. I'm sad that we're just wrapping up here. Like this is, I feel like the second night that that's happened. He's he's come in and we've like been wrapping up. Um, but we are talking about what we have um up and coming. But uh, yeah, I just think that this is going to be so much fun. So Friday night, be there, guys. It's going to be a, an absolute blast. You're going to get like pretty much round two of Fear Freaks, but with a bunch of other individuals. Um, and it's just going to be a, a lot of fun. And then uh, tomorrow on my channel, I uh, got the kill ranking coming for Halloween two. Um, so I'm excited about that. Still haven't filmed it. So I'm going to film that tonight. Uh, I know I'm such a freaking lazy people. Destiny's like, wow, like, you know, <laughs> still haven't done your work. Huh? Nope. Nope. But you know, like I, I'm, uh, I'm what we call a procrastinator, but I was that in college, but I would always actually get the work done. That, and that's it, me. It would be actually of good quality. So, Absolutely. you know, I mean, Every Hey, time. I feel like that it's like just like that adrenaline push. It's like, you know, you're like sitting there, you just like inject yourself with caffeine and you're just like, let's fucking go. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's what works for me. That's pretty much what um that's what's going to happen uh, here probably tonight. So uh, he said, hey, dude, don't even be sorry, man. I mean, we, we love that you stop in and say hi. So I totally get it, man. Like, you know, we uh we all work. We've all been there. So um. But yeah, guys, look forward to this Friday night. That's pretty much the biggest thing uh, coming this week. And then uh, next week, I'm not really sure what we're talking about right now yet, but I will post it on social media uh, once we um, get that confirmed. Anything else, Destiny? Nope. All righty, guys. Well, hey, thank you guys so much for being, again, great as always. Look forward to more videos uh, very soon. And guys, we're getting close to that 10,000 subscriber mark. So if you guys are new here, don't forget to join us on this journey to 
10,000 subscribers, and we will see you guys next week on Fear Freaks. Have a great week, guys. Bye.